Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cougs and Sport Management Podcast. My guest today is a former WSU track and field athlete. While at WSU, she was on the Student Athlete Advisory Committee, a member of the Pac-12 Student Athlete Leadership Team, and co-authored the proposal for name, image, and likeness. Please welcome Desiree Stinger. Hey. Yeah, thank you for coming on the show and taking the time out of your schedule. Uh, but kind of seeing your you know, LinkedIn and resume and stuff, it seems like you're pretty used to being busy. I am. Yeah, I feel like the four years at WSU flew by because I kind of, yeah, filled my schedule with things to do. But yeah, I, I do enjoy having um, a pretty full schedule. Well, I mean, with being a student athlete and being in all the things you were involved in that I mentioned, I mean, you did, didn't really have a lot of time, I, I assume. No, not too much. And I, yeah, I was even involved with like some more things. I was like a teaching assistant um, and then just doing like the practicum for the sport management program. Um, but I, I enjoyed it. I, I wouldn't have it any other way. I'd say what, uh, what practicums did you, did you participate in? Yeah, I did for one semester. I did the ARC working in the student athlete academic resource center one summer I came home and I was a counselor at a runner's um, summer camp. And then I'm trying, oh, the other one, another summer, I helped with the student athlete summer bridge program, which was how um, incoming freshmen student athletes, they can come to WSU in the summer, usually around July. Uh, they take some courses and it kind of is just there to help acclimate them to uh, college life. Yeah, no, I, that's a lot of stuff outside. I mean, for me, I, I always did practicums that are like, you know, on campus. So working for recreation and, uh, you know, women's basketball. So that's awesome that you got a chance to kind of do something different that most practicum students don't get to have. Yeah. Uh, and so kind of, you know, your, you know, your practicum and stuff you're involved in, uh, a lot of the stuff you did kind of, was about giving back and a lot of your, you know, practicum experience, work experience, and then I also read that you wanted to go get your master's in sports administration to kind of give back to athletes. What made you decide that? I think just one being a student athlete and being in the athletic department and just seeing everything that was going on, I was just really fascinated by that. I think another big factor was uh, my women's team with the cross country and track team. We would always talk about like either like controversial issues or just kind of like human rights uh, sort of topics on our runs and college athletics came up a lot and that just um, kind of really stuck with me. So yeah, I feel like that kind of laid the the groundwork for that passion. I couldn't imagine, you know, being involved in that stuff and then, you know, giving back. That's, that's awesome stuff. I know a lot of people will go get their master's and administration just, you know, to be an athletic director and, you know, maybe not necessarily giving back. But that's great that, you know, you want to do that. I know I, I feel that a lot of college athletes kind of need, you know, that help. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and then speaking of kind of going to studying sports administration, uh, you know, being a sport management major at WSU, you're learning a lot about collegiate sports, professional sports. What was it like being a, you know, a collegiate at student athlete, learning about student athletes in collegiate sports? Yeah, I actually, when I switched my major, cause initially I was a kinesiology major, I switched it over thinking like, oh, maybe I'll like get into, um, U.S. Olympic Committee or something along those lines. And then I was in Tammy's class and we started talking about uh, college athletics. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. Like <laughs> I already know all this stuff about it. And I feel like I was kind of like nerding out 
on that. And then that really kind of turned me more towards college athletics. And yeah, it was, it was really exciting in any of the courses when we had the opportunity to write a paper on basically like whatever we wanted uh, within some guidelines, I would always choose college athletics. And I just, I feel like I was never doing schoolwork. I was like writing about things I was really interested in. Um, so that made it really fun. I think that's the best part about the sport management major is that, you know, it's all interesting, you know, it may not be, you know, to some people it might not be, but being someone that's a fan of sports and, you know, for you being a student athlete, it's all stuff that you can kind of relate to and stuff that you're, you know, makes you think of that's super cool. Like I can't imagine, I never thought of it that way. It's the different perspectives that it brings. Mm -hmm. And what, what made you want to switch from kinesiology to sport management? I guess I initially chose kinesiology because I was like, oh, I'm a student athlete. Like, I guess I'm going to now become a physical therapist. That's like the path of student athletes, right? And then I took like the first few um, kinesiology classes of the program. And I, though I found it interesting, realized I had like absolutely no desire to go to PT school or to do really anything with kinesiology. Um, it was kind of just one of those interest areas I enjoy, but not really what I wanted to spend my life doing. Yeah, uh, understandable. I mean, it's, it's nice that you switched early. You know, some people yeah. don't, you know, some people don't realize it until later in their college. So, you know, they may have to do, you know, extra, you know, semesters or years to make up for those credits. Uh, but then why did you choose WSU? And then why did you choose USF? Uh, just because I've, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of student athletes seem to kind of stick with WSU's program and go sport management. And then um, after your time at sport management or in the sport management program at WSU, going to USF, what, what made you take that jump? Yeah, initially I chose WSU because I'm from Southern California. So I was doing distance running down here. And after doing that for so many years, I was just so sick and tired of the heat and like getting sunburned and just like being hot all the time. And I feel like a lot of people from Southern California like admire like Oregon and Washington. So I was like, I'm gonna like apply to all of, like the Pac-12 schools up there. And I got in contact with um, the coaches here, went on a visit, fell in love with it, uh, committed, uh, never regretted that decision at all. And then while I loved Pullman, after four years, I was kind of ready to, to get out and see something else. And I was thinking about San Francisco's program and I wasn't quite sure if I wanted to move to um, the city, though I love it. It just kind of seemed like such a drastic change from Pullman to San Francisco. And then I saw that they actually had a campus in Orange County, which is really close to where I'm from. So then uh, I just was really excited about that. Uh, went to some informational sessions, met with the people in charge of the program, fell in love with it, applied, got in and yeah. Now we're here. Yeah, I mean, that, that makes sense. You know, we kind of want to stay home, you know, stay towards home if you can. It's easier. Are you, um, so are you then living kind of, you know, in your childhood home or? Are you I am. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, that's kind of weird, but it ended up working out so well because with everything being online, it's so nice to now be here at home, like living rent-free versus maybe if I went to the San Francisco campus, living up there you know, during a pandemic, or maybe I would have ended up being down here. So it wouldn't have made a difference, but yeah, being at home has been uh, pretty nice. Yeah. Well, and I know a lot of, a lot of master's programs, you know, if you're doing GA ship, they offer, you know, a thousand bucks a month for a stipend, but it's like some places that's not enough to, <laughs> you know, to do, you know, pay rent. There's a lot of places pay, just pay rent. Um, so 
that's great that you were able to kind of find find a place that you can stay home that's also you know a very good program um and so you know we've talked about it about you know your master's why you kind of you know wanted to get your master's but where do you hope to end up after after your time at usf you know i'm not sure if you asked me that maybe two months ago i would have said working at a conference office for college athletics um you know somewhere within legislation or compliance but since i've been in the usf program they've really challenged us to like explore different segments of the sport industry uh, that maybe you didn't think about before and i actually got a job working for a uh, cycling and triathlon apparel company out of san diego and i feel like that kind of like in in the best way possible like ruined my plans i was like oh my gosh maybe i don't want to go down the path of college athletics though i love it so much i just haven't really had the opportunity to explore other areas um again being a student athlete i only did all my practicums for the most part with college athletics and then i come down here and i start doing all my stuff with this program for college athletics and then i get a job that's not college athletics and i'm like oh wait maybe there's like a whole world out there that i haven't uh given a chance yet so i guess to answer your question right now i don't know but i'm okay with that we'll see yeah well that's i think that's kind of the best situation to be in of, well, I'm working for this other place, but you know, I still have kind of my other plans that I had. Um, so that's great that you are able to kind of find what you don't like. And I think that's the mm -hmm. best piece of advice that I was given is, you know, in the sports industry, find what you don't like and try everything, not to see what you like, but to see what you do not like and what you don't want to go back to. Um, but what's the major difference that you've seen between, you know, all your time in college athletics to now working for that company? Oh, that is, <laughs> that's such a hard question. The, the company I'm with started up in, I believe 2013. So we're not a small business, but we're on the smaller side and we're really starting to grow. So I'm doing customer service for them right now, but everything is rapidly changing. And technically the company I'm with is two separate brands. And then within those we have uh, like the gear you can buy off our website or inline gear. And then we have custom. So in essence, it's like four different companies. So I guess being in an environment that's like rapidly changing, we're constantly upgrading all of our procedures where I feel like college athletics is so well established um, and maybe in a way stuck in its ways. I feel like change in college athletics comes really slow where I've been in my position for four months now and like so many of the procedures I was initially taught have already changed to more advanced, um, more efficient ways. Yeah, and I think once you work in college athletics, you see that, that they have a specific way to do things. And it's, you know, whether that's good or bad, uh, that's just the way it is. And, uh, but then, you know, in doing working for this new company and then working collegiate sports, what uh like did you use any of the you know information or the stuff that you were taught in your sport management classes like finance law marketing yeah i feel like everything's building off of each other so i i kind of view as wsu laid like this baseline and now i'm getting my masters again in sport management and i've taken like a sport marketing class for my masters program and uh, a sport finance class similar to wsu except what's so cool is those classes literally did not touch on any of the same things 
but it's just like expanding that because there is so much within each of these respected areas. So then now I feel like in this position, I'm learning even more about those areas and kind of seeing more of the application of those. It's so, it's one thing to be in a course and be told like, this is what a good marketing plan looks like, or this is what a budget looks like. But then it's so different actually seeing that come to life, like in real time. Yeah, and I think that's important for, you know, the sport management program at WSU of, they kind of lay like all of these, you know, the hypotheticals and all the theories kind of out for you. And then they give you a glimpse at it, you know, in event management mm -hmm. of, okay, we'll put everything you learn together. Some people, it doesn't really, they don't really treat it like that. I think is a problem is that they'll just kind of look at it for, you know, the check off a requirement, but mm -hmm. it really is. If you, when you're in it and then right after you're done looking back on it, it's like, okay, well, we did everything that we were taught. Everything that we were taught is we had to think about all of that. So think about down the littlest things of, are we going to have garbage? Are we going to have enough garbage yeah. can for this event? <laughs> the stuff that you do not think about. And, you know, that's the stuff you realize when you actually do in-person events, when you're doing these hypotheticals, you know, and whether that's in finance or marketing or management, you don't really, you don't really know until you get into it. It's like, okay, who brought the garbage bags? And then <laughs> with COVID, it's like, who has, who has all the, the PPE and stuff? And it's, it's crazy how different it is. Yeah. And I feel like I'm going to see a lot more of what I learned from WSU once the pandemic is over or once we kind of resume to more normal times because the company I'm with, we do events. We, we host different um, cycling triathlon events. So then I feel like everything I learned from WSU, which was very event focused, is really going to kind of have an opportunity to, to come out. Yeah. I mean, have you, so you say you're doing events or are you are supposed to be doing events once, you know, kind of COVID, you know, you know, dies down a little bit. Yeah. More. To my understanding, they've done events in the past. They were able to have one, I think back in October, like super like socially distanced, like, you know, it's riding bikes on gravel roads. Like it's, it's pretty safe compared to uh, like a football game, but yeah, they, they have hosted events or um, if other people are hosting events, I think we'll go and kind of have booths there, but yeah. Yeah, I, well, I look forward to when, uh, you know, events like that can kind of come back to life and, you know, companies and stuff can start doing that. I, it's going to be exciting and interesting. I mean, because so many people in sport management right now, you know, me and then, you know, people that just graduated too, it's, everyone's kind of just waiting for jobs to open and, you know, fighting for these jobs that it's, mm -hmm. it'll be interesting to see like what the sport landscape looks like once everything can go to back a, to a normal, I don't know if like, you know, the, what it was, but you know, back to a normal. Um, and speaking of that, do you have any advice for, you know, any graduating sport management students or any sport management students that are, you know, have graduated in the last year? I would say just kind of like blanket advice would be do informational interviews. My grad program is always having us do informational <laughs> interviews. And I think at WSU, I did one. And I think it was because it was required for Tammy's class and I enjoyed it and I had fun, but I just never like thought to keep doing them. And now that I'm doing them basically pretty periodically, like a few times a month, a few times a week, it's just so one beneficial for your network. You're meeting new people and new people are learning about you and what you're about. But then also I think it's just really interesting to learn about different positions in different areas of the sport industry. 
like initially I started and I was only interviewing people within college athletics and now I've kind of spread and started interviewing people in other um, segments of the sport industry. And yeah, I think it's just really interesting if you're maybe unsure about what you want to be doing, you know, you want to work in sports, but you kind of need to figure out what I think informational interviews are a great way uh, to kind of learn more and then also to be building your network. And, and how should people be going about those informational interviews? I think LinkedIn is a really good source. So like if you wanted to find WSU alumni of the sport management program, you can like hop on LinkedIn. And I think if you go to the WSU page and then search alumni, you can filter it to find sport management. And then one of our professors basically gave us like the equivalent of like shooting your shot, trying to guess like the emails of different companies. Uh, so like if you're trying to email somebody at the Lakers, trying like the different like maybe uh, first initial for the first name, last name at Lakers.com kind of guessing and hoping you'll get through. Um, or, yeah, those are probably two of the best ways. <laughs> yeah, I know I've been having to do that of, you know, going to companies and stuff that I think, you know, or places, organizations that I'm interested in. And you just kind of go through and be like, okay, there's one, there's one alumni from there. I'm going to just reach out and see what they're doing or mm -hmm. stuff like that. And even if it's just a quick message, um, you know, you go connect, you connect with them and then send a message with it. Um, it's already worked out, you know, one time for me in the last couple of weeks of just messaging someone that I was a WSU grad and say, I would love to, you know, hop on the phone with you for a few minutes and just kind of pick your brain about, you know, your position and your kind of life after WSU. And they are more usually more than happy to talk to you. Sometimes, you know, if they're busy, uh, they may not, but I think it's really cool. Just kind of the, you know, Coogs helping Coogs aspect of it coming yeah. to life. Cause you know, you hear, hear about it all, you know, you're, before you come to WSU when you're a freshman, but then it's like actually, actually taking place, um, you know, after the fact. Yeah. I've, yeah. I don't think I've ever had somebody turn me down for an informational interview. It seems like most people either from WSU or from the sport industry are just so willing to give back and they want to like make those connections and they want to learn about you. Well, yeah. Well, thank you so much, Desiree. I, you know, I think that's all the time we have today, but I really appreciate you joining me, taking the time out of your busy schedule and telling everyone, you know, you know, how you've been giving back and how you, you know, hope to give back and uh, just appreciate you taking the time and you know, hopefully this can help somebody out. Yeah. Thank you. Go Cougs. Yep. Go Cougs.